create more kindness in the world just by being you. Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again on this wonderful, well, for me, Wednesday afternoon here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And that's me. Karen Leslie, your host for the next hour. And of course, we are here on the Inspired Choices Network, a wonderful place for you to find so much information, so much support and learning and whatever it is you're seeking. We have hosts that talk about all kinds of different areas of their own expertise. And that's what I do here too. I talk about my own expertise who I am, what I do, and how I hope that it will be a benefit to you. So I am an expert energy healer, and I am also a coach. So that's a unique combination. There's not too many of us like this. And to be honest, for a while, it caused a lot of confusion, even for myself. Who am I? What do I do? And then I really saw what it is I do do truthfully in the eyes of the clients I work with. That may sound odd, but it makes total sense to me. So when coaching with somebody, you want to provide an environment that's safe and comfortable and hmm, just that energy of it's okay and you are going to be okay as well. Because I help people with a lot of very traumatic situations that they've experienced and that are affecting them in their day-to-day -day life now. So you combine the coaching knowledge I have with the expert healing knowledge and experience that I have. And we work with your mind, your thoughts, your beliefs, the energy that's showing up with you on a day-to-day -day basis, and the cells of your body and removing the effect of those thoughts and that situation and that trauma from the cells to provide healing there as well. I personally think it's a dynamic way to work with somebody. So if you haven't tried it out, then, you know, get in touch with me. And later in the show, I'm going to share a really amazing offer that I do have right now, only until the end of August, though. So hang around so you can hear all about it. And then perhaps you may like to get together and work online virtually. That's how I do everything. So let's get on to what we're talking about today. Have you heard of the spotlight effect? I had not heard about this until... I'm not sure how many months ago, relatively recent, we'll say. And boy, do I wish that I had had a counselor, because I had many over the decades, or a social worker or somebody who had brought this to my attention. Because it's not brand new. It's not something that's just been discovered in the last couple of years. 
And the spotlight effect, it really, really contributes to increasing your anxiety. So if you are prone to anxiety just in general, which I was, and then you throw in this spotlight effect, then you can amplify everything that's going on and you won't understand where it's coming from. So I'm hoping today by bringing this conversation out a little more publicly, that maybe it will help people to have this conversation with some of their counselors or people that they're going to for support in whatever way or method it is, because I feel it's really, really important. So how do we want to, okay, you know what a spotlight is, right? I mean, I have a ring light over top of me right now. That's kind of like a spotlight. So you have this light that shines down on you. And I tend to think of it as um, like in a circus. I'm going back a bit. <laughs> I'm older. And the, you have that spotlight that comes down into that center ring in the circus. And that highlights the ringmaster. And he or she, usually the ones I saw were the he, and they are getting the audience all excited and involved and ready for the show. Now, everything that that ringmaster does, all the people around watching, looking in that spotlight on him, know exactly what he's doing, hear exactly what he is saying, and he knows it as well. Now, Put yourself in the middle of that ring. Now you're the ringmaster or whatever it is you want to call yourself. That spotlight is on you. And there's all these people around watching, listening. Some may be looking for you to stumble and make a mistake. Some are listening and thinking, what's he going to say next? What will she tell us? And you, as the ringmaster or that person in that spotlight, you really don't know what all these people are thinking. You don't know what it is that they are exactly looking for or looking at. But you do know, as best as you can see out through that bright light, or you have the expectation of that they are looking at you. And as you start to speak, you now know that they can hear you. And that most likely brings more attention into you. Now, if you're a ringmaster in a circus, chances are good. You're pretty comfortable with that because that's your job. But what if you're not? What if that knowledge, that thought that you have, that there's all these people looking at you, listening to you, watching you, perhaps criticizing you, that can be extremely uncomfortable. That can be very, 
very anxiety producing for most people. What I'm doing here right now, speaking live, being live streamed on different platforms through the Inspired Choices Network on YouTube and the website and Facebook and all these things. And then knowing that after my show is live, all the recordings go out all around the world, everywhere. So this could be really a moment of big anxiety for a lot of people, which is why a lot of people may not choose to do this. But it's all based on perception. It's all based on what belief you're holding on to and how you're looking at something. I can sit here and just look into my computer and truthfully, what I see, it's me, <laughs> only me. I see my face. I don't see any of you that are listening live, but I can have an awareness of it. And it's this awareness or this guess that somebody may be listening live that can trip us up. Just like being thrown in to be the ringmaster when you don't want to be that person. It can trip you up. And this is what the spotlight effect does. It so trips us up. It makes us think that everything that we're doing is being scrutinized and watched and judged. And as a result, we are super uncomfortable, perhaps become fearful, perhaps become paralyzed and unable to function how we would like to. So there we go. I was not thinking I was going to explain it like that at all. So now what I'm going to share with you is here's what I um, sourced from a number of different references um, on the spotlight effect. And this is what it says. The spotlight effect is a term used by social psychologists to refer to the tendency we have to overestimate how much other people notice about us. In other words, we tend to think there is a spotlight on us at all times, highlighting all of our mistakes or flaws for all of the world to see. Okay, so you can kind of see where I went with the, the uh, ringmaster. So there's an example that um, I read that I thought was quite good. So I'll share this with you as well. So if somebody says something incorrect during a conversation, if you have that spotlight effect belief, then that may cause that person to think that now everyone's going to be talking about me and how stupid I am or how bad I am at speaking or that my vocabulary is it just sucks. Someone without the spotlight effect makes the same mistake, same scenario, same conversation with other people. And they'll go, oh, yeah, I messed that up. Okay. And move on. It doesn't linger with them. It doesn't stay with them. They don't go and keep thinking about it. It was, you know, did that, it's done, and it's over. When we have that spotlight effect, we're unable to turn off that big light that's overhead 
and then just think, oh, okay, that happened, it's done. This is why it increases our anxiety. We feel we have no control over it. We feel there's nothing we can do to change this situation. And that's wrong. And we will get to that as we go through the show. There is things we can do, and there's different ways that we can look at things. And truthfully, I know personally that we can change the spotlight effect. When I started reading about it, it was like light bulbs, and I know it's a light analogy again, but things were going off inside of me, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, that explains this, and this, and this, and and I had numerous examples come forward as to when I was at the effect of the spotlight and it made my anxiety so much stronger, you know, to avoid certain situations that I'd been in where I felt like that shining on me was just way too much to cope with. So I didn't want to go back there and have that again. And then there was a couple of times that I did remember, though, When I spoke to a couple of people and said, you know, when this happened, what was your thought on it? What was your take on it? Because I'm really concerned. Each time I asked, nobody remembered the situation. It had no impact on them at all. Now, that should have been a clue to me that, hey, this really isn't as bad as you think. This really isn't happening how you believe it is. Instead, I went with the thought process that I had most often that I believed to be true and thought, oh, well, that's just them. They're my friends. So, of course, that's what they'll say. They're being kind. They're protecting me. No, they were actually being honest, but I couldn't hear it. Instead, I was more comfortable maintaining the idea that when I messed up, everybody saw it and everybody judged it. So there you go, the spotlight effect. And it's real. As I say, you know, it's documented in psychology. It is a way that people, um, therapists and counselors will work to help individuals. And boy, oh boy, again, I wish I had known about this. I think it would have made a big difference. I know it can change because now I don't suffer with it like I used to. Do I still have moments? Yeah, I do. I will fully admit that. There's times where I think, "Uh uh-oh. But then I can now remind myself, no, that likely is not the truth. This is an old thought pattern that's just jumped back in. It's okay. And I'm also more comfortable saying to somebody, either in that moment or a little bit later, so what do you think when I did that? And I'm getting more and more feedback that it's a non-issue, completely a non-issue. Right. We are going to go now to our first break here. Thank you for being with me here on the Inspired Choices Network. You brighten my day. Every time that we come together on our Wednesdays and you come in and you join me live and I love it. Thank you. And for those of you who are listening live or on the live stream, 
If you'd like to come over to the Inspired Choices Network, you know, forward slash chat room, then you can come in and ask questions and join us right here and be a part of this conversation. And if you feel like the spotlight is effect is part of what you deal with, then maybe I can help you a little bit as we go through the show. So don't go away. We will be back after these couple of commercials, and we're going to continue with looking at how this all gets stuck and how some people really hmm, almost justify it and wish to hold on to it. All right, don't go away. We'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. All right, today, the spotlight effect. We're going to talk about this and understand it more, and hopefully, I'll let you or guide you into knowing how it may or may not be affecting you and then what you can do about it how you can either dim that spotlight or turn the thing right off right always a choice whatever you want and then you know you can always turn it back on if you want to so this spotlight effect i was saying just before we went to our break um how this actually how people can use it and be stuck with it and how things can really get ingrained in us. When I was thinking about it and thinking about it from my own personal perspective and how I feel that it has really dictated a couple of decades of my life as to how I was choosing or not choosing to live. And one of the difficulties I think that happens is People are told they have social anxiety, and that is the number one uh, anxiety diagnosis. I think that's the correct way of saying it, is telling people you, you have social anxiety. And that is um, like an intense and persistent fear 
of always being watched and judged when you are with others. And it, you know, it can affect every part of your life because it's, you believe that that's happening, school, work, play, whatever, it doesn't matter, any daily activity. And as a result, it can make it hard to be, air quotes, social, to be with people, to have relationships. And it's very similar, which you're probably thinking, to the spotlight effect. But when you're told you have social anxiety, and then there's a spotlight effect that comes into play over and above it, it can be really detrimental in how somebody's able to function. If you're able to at least look at dimming the spotlight effect, then you will have the option of decreasing the intensity of your anxiety and the judgments that you feel are being sent towards you. I'm not gonna get into all the details of social anxiety. That's just way beyond the scope of, of where I want to be today. Another, so yeah, so being being told you have social anxiety is um, sometimes for some people a reason they can use to not engage in life. And I understand that because I've used it. I also understand how much more life is out there for each and every one of us when we choose to work with it and change it. And now there's one other area I want to go to as well before I forget, and that is those uh, highly sensitive individuals who we may call, well, as just like very sensitive people or empaths or uh, whatever words you wish to use. And it's also another term we can use to prevent us from engaging in life. Social, or sorry, the spotlight effect can also be present for somebody who relates to being highly sensitive. I saw a, a post today actually on Facebook for um, describing somebody who is at a high vibration. And they listed five things that happened. And I want to bring these uh, forward too. So when you are a high vibration person, which is like an empath or a highly sensitive person, they say animals feel really comfortable in your presence. Okay, most of us are going to be cool with that. Who doesn't love a cuddly little one coming up and just snuggling beside you because they feel safe? However, the next point was people stare at you in public. Maybe not so comfortable. There's that idea of that spotlight coming in. Random strangers may come up and talk to you and start sharing their whole life story. I don't know how many times I have heard things from people that I'm thinking, why the heck are you telling me this? Like this has, A, nothing to do with me. B, I don't think I should know this about you. And C, who do you think I am that I want to actually hear this, right? But Strangers tell you all kinds of weird things. That is based on your vibration. You can feel the energy in a room shift when you walk in. Now, that can cause people to look at you. 
that can cause the energy to shift positively or what you might perceive as negatively, or just the fact that it changed can be uncomfortable. Spotlight effect is, can kick in. You go into judgment, what's going on, what just happened. People who are toxic, you irritate the heck out of them. Because being at the higher vibration can enable you to be more authentically who you are. And a toxic individual would prefer you not to be that person because then they can't have the same control or manipulation around you. So you've got all of these different ways that we talk about our difficulties in the public, in relationship, when dealing with others, whether it's casually or business or family, professional, whatever it might be. If you go into judgment quickly, into fear about the situation, go into concern as to how you're being received or perceived, then you might want to ask yourself, wow, am I experiencing the spotlight effect right now and if you are just the knowledge that that is there can bring down your level of, of anxiety you see the spotlight effect is just a term created by a psychologist or a sociologist or somebody at some point to label a behavior that they have witnessed multiple times that makes it, you know, a thing, in quotes, a thing. And a, a thing needs a title, needs a label. It doesn't mean that it can't be changed. And it doesn't mean, to be honest, that it's a truth that you have to buy into. The spotlight effect is an explanation for how you might be feeling. It's not something that you cannot change. It is not something that has to stay permanently with you. It is not a life sentence, unless you would like to hang on to it, and then that's totally fine. You can use the spotlight effect to your advantage if you want to. If you want to have a dramatic effect on an environment or a room, then work with it. If you have on a new piece of clothing that just makes you feel great, then walk into that room feeling great and see what happens. Instead of shyly walking in, timidly moving into the space and hiding how you feel in that new outfit. You can work with it to change things around for yourself. So where this is, I guess, all leading to is don't fight the situations you're in. Don't be afraid of the situations you are in. By allowing yourself to go with the flow 
and knowing that who you are may turn heads, that that can be completely fine. May even be a good thing. It may not be a good thing. That's for you to decide. And then you make your next choice. But if you understand the energy you're being and the reason the person may turn their head to look at you, that actually keeps you in control. If we buy into the spotlight effect that it's always there and people are just going to turn and look because they're so curious, they want to judge, they want to look at, they want to do something that involves them looking, staring, watching you all the time, then you are going to feel like you have no control, no ability to change anything. And that is 100% wrong. So situations where you fight going into them and you don't enjoy them, look at them and see what is behind that. Is it the spotlight effect? Know that you can change it, that you can ask for assistance. Ask your spirit guides. Ask a friend. Ask somebody with a body, without a body. Either way is fine. Both are great. So that you can experience the difference when you ask for the help. Like I would did when I would ask somebody, what do you think when that happened? That was kind of a passive aggressive way of me looking for help. And it started to help when I was willing to receive new information. Right? At the beginning, if you remember, I was saying that I didn't believe them when they would say, oh, yeah, I don't even remember that. Yeah, well, that was fine. Because it contradicted what my brain had been telling me. And I wanted to believe my thoughts. I felt they were correct. But when I became open to a new thought, that it could change or be different, then I was able to step back into having a greater assurance as to what I could do, who I could be, and how I could function in different situations. Well, on that note, we need to go for another break. The time is flying by as it always does here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. There's always so much that I wish to share with you. and. Uh, Wow. <laughs> We're going to go. You're going to listen to a couple of commercials. And then I'm hoping, please, come back. And in the next segment, I will share with you how um, the offer I have and how we could maybe work together if you're interested for um, something very special going on until the end of August, where you can experience coaching and energy work together and feel the difference it makes. Not just in the way you think and helping your mindset, but how your body actually feels. So if you're interested, please make sure you come back. And if it's not for you, that's okay too. But please come back because I have lots more to share. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes, everyone. And we will continue talking about the spotlight effect and how it can be increasing your anxiety. All right. Thanks. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. 
The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. It's so much fun to be here with you. And, you know, it's so cool every time I look at my phone and I see the Inspired Choices Network app on it. And I use it a lot. I'm out walking or doing things and I have not been able to listen to someone's show live because, well, I can't always do that. Then I can listen to it on the replays on my phone and it's fabulous. So if you don't have it, get it. There's no reason not to. All right. So before we went on our break, I said I was going to share with you an offer that I have. Oh, somebody's talking. Sorry. Itchy. So um, if you listened to my show last week, you would have heard this, but for those of you that may have missed last week's show, I had a birthday on the weekend. On Saturday, I turned 65 and, uh, you know, quite a milestone. And I was wondering, okay, what can I do that would be fun for me and hopefully fun for other people as well? So I wanted to work together with the number 65 and the number 22, which is the date of the day of my birthday. And this is what I came up with. Ready? Okay. For $65, and that's Canadian for those of you listening around the world. For $65, you can have a one-hour session with me. So this is a fabulous reduction in price. During that one-hour session, we will work on something that, that pops up during our initial conversation. I will use partly my intuition and reading your energy and also listening to what it is that you would like to have some assistance with to change in your life. We will work on that together. There will be coaching. You will get some tools and you will receive and work with the energy work with me as well. So if this is new, here's a great way to try it. So $65, a full hour with me on Zoom. We do it all online. Now, the 22 number, this comes into play because I'm only offering this to 22 people. So you have between now, which is uh, July 26, 2023, for those listening on replay, 
until August 31st, 2023 to take part in this offer. At the end of August, the offer is off the table, null and void, gone, right? So you've still got a few weeks left. Actually, you've got lots, well, maybe five weeks. Now, we are no longer at 22 people anymore. I have space now for 15. So people over the last few days have been taking advantage of this offer. So if it's something you want, then you can go to, um, well, email me if you like. That's probably the best way. Karen at karenlesley.ca. Put in the subject birthday offer, and then we can connect, and I can send you the link, and you can uh, sign up, and we can have our session together. All right. So now, back to the show. I have somebody in the chat room saying, I took advantage of this offer. It was amazing and life-changing. Well, I am so happy. Thank you so much for putting that in there. And uh, it can be. You know, it's weird how one session can sometimes be life-changing for somebody. Um, I do my best to work with you to achieve the results that you're looking for as quickly and efficiently as we can. I'm not looking to create codependent relationships where, you know, like in therapy, where you're going to your therapist once a month for years, right? I want to empower you, to teach you, and to help the cells of your body to heal, to support you that way as well, so that you can be happier, have more fun, right? Anyways, enough on that. So there's the offer. As I say, email karen at karenlesley.ca, put in the subject birthday offer, and let's see what we can do together. So here, back to the spotlight effect. Once we realize that this is truly just a term created by somebody to describe some symptoms or reactions or responses in people that they had witnessed enough times for them to think, oh, this is a real thing. But we realize it's really, it's just, it's a label, it's a term that you do not have to live under, okay? When you realize this and you come to the belief, because there will be some belief changing work we will do, and that is something I do a lot of. When you can let go of the thought that everyone's watching you, that everyone is looking for you to make a mistake, that they're listening so that they can throw back your words at you for some reason and and truly understand that actually almost nobody is watching you. There's so much freedom there. Right now, many of you may be thinking, uh, no, that's not possible. That thought pattern you have is based on the evidence you have collected over years and years, most likely, that are proving to you that that thought is correct. And that's your brain's job. Keep you safe and keep you thinking that what you believe is true, accurate, and correct. Now, let's take you back to when you were a child. Did any of you have a parent 
that maybe said something like, oh, your mom always knows what's going on. Your mom sees everything. You can't hide that from your dad. No way. He's way too smart. He's always watching and listening. Or anything along that idea. So even as a young child, you were getting this idea that there was somebody always watching you. Now, when you're really little and you're playing or you're learning to walk and you're doing things that are new, yeah, chances are good that a parent or a caregiver is watching you because they're making sure you're safe. And if you're learning to walk and you fall down, then they're going to make sure you're not hurt and they're going to encourage you, right? In the chat, yes, Santa is always watching you, right? How many times has that been said to a child? And how creepy is that as well? I know I said it to my kids. I know it was said to me. It's in stories and songs, and it's part of the celebration. It reinforces the spotlight effect. It reinforces that somebody is always watching you and that you need to be concerned about this. Like Santa, are you good or are you bad, right? Which list are you on? And that can grow into a business list. Am I on the list that will be considered for promotions? Am I on the list that maybe will be cut when we are downsizing? We get overly worried about what list we're on, how people are viewing us. Are we being seen as good and correct and in the way that somebody wishes us to be? or the opposite. But when we come to understand that that really is all perception, it's all programming that's been given to you, then you can let go of so much stress and anxiety. There's really very few people that are looking to see what your flaws are. And if they are, to be perfectly honest, they're the one with the problem. They have that conflict inside them that's making them look out to seek flaws in others so they could feel better about themselves. It has nothing to do with you. But we're not taught to think that way. Until now. And I am asking you to think more along this way. With the... With the anxiety and the stress that this can bring up for people, I want you to remember waves of kindness. And I say this a lot, and I am going to continue to say it on almost all of my shows, right? Call in waves of kindness. Bring that energy to you and through you and have the intention that it will move out the anxiety, that it will move out that thought that somebody is watching, that somebody is trying to judge you. Work with your brain. Ask it for evidence that this is false information that you've been holding on to. That may take a little time, but you can do this. You can reprogram that thought pattern. The reticular activating system in our brain 
wants to show us evidence that supports our belief. So if you're trying to create a new belief, ask to be shown the evidence to support it so you can help your brain work with it on a more effective way. No as strongly and as well as you can, maybe you need to write it out and have it out there, that really people do not care that much about who you are. And sorry if that doesn't feel good. But we've over-amplified people judging us with the spotlight effect. And it's time to dim that light. It's time for you to know that there really are not that many people that are that interested. They really aren't. They're far more interested in themselves. They are more likely looking at you in comparison to themselves for an insecurity or a judgment they hold about themselves. Now, when you walk in in that new outfit that makes you feel so good, you're going to walk differently. So some people are going to turn and look at you because they sense a difference in you. That's okay. And you can become comfortable with that if it's not comfortable in that moment. You're stronger than you think. People care about you less than you think. And your brain has been lying to you. That kind of sums it all up. <laughs> so on that, I don't know, happy note, cheerful note, maybe not so cheerful. If you your first time you're hearing me say your brain's lying to you, we are going to go for our break. So you can ponder about that for just a couple of minutes. And then when we return here for Cultivating Kindness with Karen, we're going to wrap this all up and we're going to look at, okay, how do you move forward and how do you let go of or step out of that spotlight in a way that gives you new life for yourself? All right. Don't go away, everyone. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Thanks. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. All right, everyone, thank you so much for being here with me. And we're going to quickly just get right back into our conversation before we run out of time here. So when I was saying just before the break about how the spotlight effect can keep us stuck and limit us and everything, when the commercials were on, it it made me uh, actually brought an image to my mind of that that light coming down on somebody and it becoming like a cage, like walls 
around. And when we get stuck in this way of thinking, it can be very hard to step out of it. Now, the reason it's hard to step out of it is solely based on your willingness to think about it in a different way. Your willingness to allow a new idea or a new thought to come in. And this is something my clients really know about me because I am always, always giving them a different way to look at something. Because there is always another way to look at everything. But our brain doesn't tell us that. It likes the status quo. So where are you? How willing are you to receive new information? Because receiving is actually what all of this is about. Are you okay receiving that look from a person? Are you okay receiving new information without judging it as good or bad? Just, oh, that's different. Are you open to receiving more of anything? And when you are able to receive in a different way than you currently are in this precise moment, You can change anything, absolutely anything, because it's our belief and our steadfastness in holding true to what we believe and think about ourselves or anyone else that keeps us stuck, keeps those walls around us and stops new information from coming in. It stops your receiving. Now, most people think about receiving in conversations about prosperity or abundance or things like that. But receiving is about everything in your life. So the information at the beginning of the show, and if you just joined us here at the tail end, thank you. But please go back and listen to the replay when it's put out. Because we talked about, you know, all of this anxiety that's produced with being either aware of somebody looking at you or people's comments or judgments about you, or that it's all just perception and made up in your brain from past programming and things that are going on around in your life. Either way, when you have that way of thinking, it is going to stop you from receiving something different because you become comfortable in your anxiety You become comfortable being told you have social anxiety. So it's okay to not want to have relationships or go places or do things. So that's saying it's okay to not fully live your life. That's saying it's okay to not try something new that you might actually really like. Eh, maybe you won't like it. So don't do it again. But it will limit your Ability to receive new information, new experiences, and what those 
new information and experiences could offer you. And remember, just because you try something doesn't mean that's it, that's who you are. How many of you have gone into a clothing store, men or women, tried something on, looked great on the hanger, you put it on and you go, whoa, nope. So you put it back. No big deal. You either go look for a different size or you go look for a completely different item. It's no different, but we make it such a big deal. It's truly my hope for you that some of the information, and I know it's a big topic, but some of this information on the spotlight effect and, and how it increases anxiety can help you to change and step out of some of this, help you to, to experience less anxious moments or what to do, call in those ways of kindness, question it. What is making me feel like this? Not why. What just made me feel like this? What just brought that thought into my head? Listen to your thoughts and see if you can see those patterns that are there that are very unconscious. Right? If we can learn to be more neutral and without judgment about all different areas of our life, we can become happier stronger, learn more about ourselves, and allow that authentic person to come forward in a way that right now we have no clue about because we haven't allowed us to receive that information yet. This is all of what, all of what Cultivating Kindness with Karen is all about. Kindness to you, for you, by you, not the world at large. Sure, we want to receive kindness from others, but until we're able to receive kindness within ourselves, it will be hard to receive it from the other people, which is why we go into judgment and worry and concern. The spotlight effect, yes, it's labeled, it's people say it's real, it's in all the psychology books and everything now, but it's not permanent. It doesn't have to be. And you can choose for it not to be real and to change it. And if you'd like help, then take me up on my $65 offer and let's work together, right? We are running so close to the end. Next week, please join me. It's The show is, ah, just be yourself. And you go, what? How? So until then, I'm sending everyone waves. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.